Welcome to the Jesus Show. Not that one. Bienvenido al show. Re regresamos al show. Hoy estamos con Megan de la Garza. Hola Megan, ¿cómo estás? Hola, ay caramba. Dijiste que no íbamos a hacer esto en español, Jesse. You know what? You're right. Two things. First off, you're right. I didn't say we were going to do it in Spanish. And second, I am utterly shocked that you know all of that, and I'm very proud. How was my accent? It was really good. It was really, 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 really good. Um, so, yeah. Oh, hold on. Pick this up real quick. Uh, yeah, that was amazing. So, yeah, no, we don't have to do it in Spanish. You want to do it in English? English will probably be good for this. Fantastic. Okay, we'll do it in English. Hey everybody. hey, everybody, welcome back to the show. As you can tell, I have a special guest with me today, and it's Megan De La Garza. Thank you for being on the show. Thanks Thank for you for uh, doing this. Yeah. And also, if you guys notice, the scenery is a little different. We're not in the studio. Uh, we're on location at AJ Megan's house. That's why it looks a little different. Uh, let's open the show with... Same thing as before, guys. Follow me on Instagram, The Jesus Show NTO. Facebook, The Jesus Show, not that one. Twitter, Jesus Show NTO. And YouTube, that's right, The Jesus Show NTO or The Jesus Show, not that one. Boom, hit enter, you'll find me. Uh, all right, now that we have that stuff out of the way, let's get into it. If you guys uh, watched the second episode, I believe, I had AJ and Megan on, and we talked. Uh, that was via Zoom. Was it? When you guys were in Miami. Oh, yeah. I thought it was just with my phone. Maybe it was Zoom. It was, but I, we didn't have video yet. Oh, okay. So yeah, it was just you're right. audio. You're right. Um, but now, you can see her, and if you guys didn't listen to that episode, we're going to get to know Megan just a little bit, and then we're going to jump into the uh, conversation. First things first, how did we meet? Um, AJ, right? Uh-huh. Didn't he meet you? Did he meet Ali at like a brewery in Redondo? Yeah, the first the first time I met AJ, AJ we went to Naja's. Is that, Is that the taco place? No, no, that was the beer that place. That was the beer place? Oh, yeah. okay. Is it Naja's or Nahas? I think. Naja's? Taco Naja's what I'm thinking about. Taconazo, oh no. Yeah. We never... Okay. Yeah, then there's this guy. <laughs> we went, um, not just whatever it was. Uh, we met him there, and that was the last day that I had my radiation. Oh, yeah. And I had this sweet mustache. It was just the mustache. Just the dad stash? Yeah. I cut it, like, I had a bald head. You know, my dad has a dad stash. Yeah, but your dad pulled, your dad's mustache is sweet. Like, if you look at his mustache, <laughs> your mustache is legit. My mustache looked gross and creepy. Because also, you know, I was coming off of having cancer and my hair yeah, wasn't growing. So it was a like... little, a little spotty. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's how we met him. Mm -hmm. And then we were like, he goes, oh, yeah, maybe uh, me and my wife can meet you guys up for dinner. And we're like, okay. And then that's when we met you the first time. Yeah. We went to, what was it called? Like Abigail? That place in Hermosa? Yes. Abigail. For dinner. Yep. But we missed, we originally had to reschedule it two or three times. 
because you were feeling a little under the weather. Yeah, I think I wasn't feeling good, yeah. Yeah. I think I was, like, newly pregnant. Yes. Yes. And to be honest, when AJ told me, he's like, oh, I met these people on Instagram. We should go hang out. Yeah. I was like, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, cool. Okay. (laughs) Some weird people. (laughs) Hey, it worked out, though. It did. I mean, what? How many years has it been now? At least seven. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while now. So, but I remember, you know, so he, he rescheduled and then finally we met you. We were at Abigail's, and then we went, where did we go after? We went somewhere on the pier. One of the bars on the pier. I think, oh, I think we went to Hennessy's. Oh, okay. And we, we kept saying, I was like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll go have a beer. And Edge was like, yeah, I'll, I'll have one. And you're like, no. And I was like, oh, come on, just one. And you're like, mm, not really. And I was like, come on. And you go, I'm pregnant. And I went, oh, it's that's like how we so found out. It's so awkward when you're, like, newly pregnant because you feel like everyone knows. But even though they don't, so it's yeah. like, don't say anything, don't say anything. And it's a word bomb, and I'm pregnant. But also, I felt like I was pressuring you into you telling me that because I kept pushing so for you had an idea? No, no. Oh, okay. I had no idea. Oh, okay. But I was just like, no, just one, yeah. just one, oh, yeah, just yeah. one drink. Aside from the fact that you, you guys normally don't drink much right. at all, but then on top of it, you were pregnant. Yeah. And then you're like, yeah, I'm pregnant. I was like, oh, shit, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's how we met. That, that was a that was the first meeting. Yep. And then fast forward seven years later. Here we are. We're here in Boston. Yep. And we've followed you every single place you guys have gone. Yep. So, <laughs> yeah. How did you and AJ meet? We met in high school, actually. How, how old were you guys? Um, well, I was in the 10th grade and he was in the 11th. Okay. So did you guys 14, know... 15? Did you guys know of each other before... No, so actually, um, so he played soccer in high school, obviously, Mm -hmm. and I did cheerleading, so when school was over, we had study hall, Okay. and before practice started, like, you had the 30 minutes of study hall, but the vending machines would also turn on, so I'm a hustler, like, I was looking for a dollar for the vending machine, Yeah. and AJ was in front of me, so I was like, hey, do you have a dollar? He's like, uh, no, I only have a 10, sorry, so I'm like, whatever, okay, looking for a dollar. Yeah. Well, when I got back to study hall, one of his friends who happened to be on my team gave me a dollar and she was like, oh, AJ told me to like give this to you. He broke his $10 bill for you. So like get a snack out of the vending machine. Okay. So I was like, oh my gosh, I don't even know him. So this is aging myself, but I got his AIM screen name. (laughs) Nice. So when I got home, I like, you know, a little I am or whatever him. Yeah. I was like, hey, thanks. You know, thanks for the dollar. Wait, you didn't get it from him? No, he gave it to my friend. My friend, my teammate, yeah. who he was friends with. Oh, got it. He knew it. that she was my teammate, so yeah. I was like, "Here's the dollar. Can you give this to Megan?" Yes. So he like broke a ten dollar bill for me. For you. For me. That's where I all started. I, like, I need his screen name. I yeah. had to thank him. Yeah. And what can I say? It paid off. Here we are. Did you guys start? Did you guys start talking on IM? Yeah, we started talking on AIM. <laughs> yep. Did you Did you talk to him at school at all? Well, we started talking at school after we started talking on AIM. Oh, okay. Yeah, because okay, okay. then it was like, oh, I know who you are. I didn't yeah, know yeah, who yeah. he was before. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And then, um, then we went to like a, I don't think it was a home game. I think it was like a state championship football game. We went to that game together. Yeah. And then. It just progressed. It kept going. And then he went, he went to Maryland. He went to Maryland. He was, he's a year older than me. Okay. So he went to college a year before me. Oh, so you were still senior. I was still a senior in high school when he was a freshman in college. Okay. Yeah. And then when you got out of high school. I went to Maryland. 
So that now you're both. We're both in college, in college. together. Yep. Okay. Yep. How was that? How was the transition from going to high school to college? Oh, because I'm assuming man. you guys both. Did you guys both live there? We both lived there, but like I was still in high school for a year yeah. when he was there when he was a freshman. Well, you know, college just opens a lot of doors. Yeah. For people like, so that was hard at first. I'll be honest, that was hard. Yeah. Um, but then once I got to school, it was fine. Yeah, or got to college, it was fine. Yeah. And then there's there's a story you shared with me, but I don't know if you're comfortable sharing it. Oh, with. I don't remember. There's no story, so don't worry <laughs> okay. about it. There it is. Okay. See, these are these are the kind of things that I I, sh- I should have uh, run run through before the show. Oh, just I don't so care. I I'm pretty much an open book, but you know. Oh no, no, I, know I don't want is. my mom to. Oh no, of course so not. Like, oh, We're not here. I'm not here to get anybody in trouble. Anybody in trouble, okay? So you guys are in college. Yep. And then, at what like, was there a certain point where you thought like, man, AJ's, he's 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 gonna go pro because. Yeah, there was actually because when you're in high school, like as a senior, you have to do this big senior project. You have to do this whole portfolio about what you want to be when you grow up, get out of school. Yeah. And uh, it's like a big project you work on all year. And I helped AJ a lot with his. And his whole thing was becoming a pro soccer player. Oh, okay. And I was like, listen, I believe in you, but like, that doesn't like really happen, you know? Yeah. Um, but then when we were in school, he did really well. Their team did really well. He won like two national championships there in college. And it was like, oh, dang, he really is. And then we were like watching our friends go pro too before. Oh, okay. So I started to see like, Oh, this is really gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. And then at what point? So you know now 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 he's 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 out of college or coming out of college. Mm-hmm. The draft happens. Yep. He gets drafted by the Galaxy. Yep. What? What's going through your mind? So I remember we're sitting at his parents' house, like watching the draft. My memory is not that good, but I think at the time they did like the first round on TV, mm-hmm. but then after the first round, it was like on the computer. So I remember like refreshing, like we kept refreshing the browser to okay. see who was picked and he had his phone right there waiting on Rich, his agent to call yeah. to let him know. And all I kept thinking was, I just want the same time zone. Like I just okay. want the same time zone. And then I forget. Was it because you knew? You I knew like, he was leaving. But. But you knew, like, oh, he's going to leave, but I have to finish college. I have college. to stay. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Okay. Yep. And so um, I think it was his friend Graham who called. I don't remember. Like, my memory's not that good. But I think it was Graham who was like, you got picked or whatever. And then it, it was, like, before it showed up on the refresh thing. Oh, okay. Maybe it was Rich who called. I don't really remember. But I think he got a call or something before he saw it that it happened. And it said the LA Galaxy. And I remember going upstairs to his mom's bathroom. Yeah. And just, like crying hysterically you know when you get hit in the nose like the, t- the tears they uh-huh. it felt like that I could not make myself stop and I was mortified because like this is the biggest thing of his life and yeah. I'm like hysterical so I was just, like trying to hide yeah, and yeah. I remember his mom came upstairs and was like it's gonna be okay and I'm like I'm so sorry for crying like yeah. I just wanted the same time zone yeah and then at that, had you ever been to LA before no. that Mm-mm. nope never to the west coast Okay. Yeah. Did you ever have, I don't know, because me being from LA, mm-hmm. living there, 
I usually hear, you know, people grow up, they're like, oh, L.A., beaches and celebrities. and Yes. Oh, like, is that kind of what yes, you had? Yes, it is. And even when he moved to California, so, like, he used to have hair to here. Yeah. Like, curly hair. He'd wear it, like, in half ponytail. Like, yeah. Like, those headband things. Yeah, he showed me pictures. Um, he's not, like, a huge dude, but he would wear size large shirts. Yeah. Yeah, when he moved to L.A., he started wearing tighter pants, like, caught a faux hawk. Yeah. I was, I was like, yeah. You're like, okay. You went to L.A. and turned to L.A. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Before, before he left, mm -hmm. were you guys, did you guys get married before he left? No, we weren't married. We weren't engaged or anything. Boom. Told you. Oh. No. That's what I told her. She's like, no, I think they were married. Left with I no don't rings. think. Yep. Or he left with, with no rings. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the first, what was the first couple months? Like, how, how did, how did you feel now that he's. You're still in school. He's gone. He's gone. Mm -hmm. It was tough. I mean, like the time change for one. Yeah. Um, well, because now you're, he's three hours. three hours behind. Yep. Um, I think I was still in school. Like I had graduated and then started working like a real job. So I remember like I would get up at like six in the morning, but mm -hmm. it'd be like three o'clock in the morning in LA. Yeah. And it's just like waiting till he was up to talk to him. Yeah. But then like I'd be at work and I worked at a courthouse. Like you couldn't have, I had a Blackberry then like it was so long ago. Like you nice. couldn't like have your phone and. So that, even just that alone was tough. Yeah. And then like, I'm going to bed for the night and he's like having dinner and doing who knows what for the night. Yeah. And then I'm like, I can't sleep because what's he doing? Like, yeah, that was tough. Wow. Yeah. Okay. At what point did you guys get engaged? We got engaged. So I went out there. So yeah, I was still in school. I went out for spring break and he lived with our friend Omar at the time who also played at Maryland and it was mm -hmm. still like a bunch of people from school went to go visit on spring break. Oh nice. Yeah. Okay. And so the last day of that trip he proposed. Oh, yeah. okay. And that how 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 long were you out there for? I think it was like a week. Okay. Like seven days. And then like just before you went back. Before like, I went yeah. back. So like we had talked about it a little bit so I kind of thought it was coming. Yeah. But then like the days kept going and you're like it's not nothing was happening so I was like oh snap like I guess it's not gonna happen yeah um, but the last night we did we went to the melting pot for a nice dinner nice we walked around a little park Pollywalk Park Manhattan Beach oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. we walked around the park we still live up the street from there mm -hmm. and he proposed there oh that's nice yeah. and then when did you guys from the proposal to how long did you guys wait to get married so that was in March I think I graduated that December. See, I don't even really remember. I think it was like a whole nother year. I think we were apart for a year and a half. Okay. Yeah. Total. Total. Okay. Yeah, because I think I had a semester to finish at school. And then I graduated and I got a job. And I was like, I'm not moving out there yeah. until I'm married. Okay. And so I stayed. And then we got married in December because that's their off season. Yeah. So that's what like prolonged it for okay, okay, so okay. long after. And then you came, when did you move to LA? Right when I got married. So I got married in December 2010. So right, I guess January. So December, January, January 2011. Oh, wow. Okay. So you yeah. came at a good time. So I came like right. He got called into national team camp. I remember he got the call and we were on our honeymoon. Oh, wow. We were okay. leaving St. Lucia and he got a call that he was going to, got called up for the camp or whatever. Yeah. For the U.S. Men, men's for national US team, right? national team, yeah. yeah. I remember he w him and Omar got called up. Mm-hmm. And we were, we had just gotten our job in uh, Houston. Mm -hmm. We were based out there. And I remember watching the game in Houston. Yeah. 
And I remember, you know, AJ and, and Omar were, you know, two of the younger guys on the LA Galaxy. And, you know, me as a fan, I was watching it. And I was like, you know, very excited for it. And when I saw him on the U.S. Men's National Team, I was like, oh, this is great. Like, he's going to be either a new right or left back. Like, this mm-hmm. is it. And then it didn't come to fruition kind because of, of other because yeah. of other things. Um, and that, that I always felt like, you know, he got the shit end of the stick. But I just remember that that particular set of games with him being in there. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, it's crazy because, like, in. so when we had service leaving St. Lucia and he got the call, I was like, well, my whole wedding and honeymoon's Trump. Like, he got called up for the national team. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, top liver. <laughs> well, I was yeah. going to say, you came at a good time because they won the championship in 2011. Yeah. And 12. And 12, yeah. So that was like, oh shit, I'm here and yeah, now was, I just win, win. I'm telling you, like, we are from a small place in Southern Maryland and then to like get thrown out in LA, I'm like at nightclubs. Yeah. I'm at like places I watched on the hills with like Lauren Conrad and Col- yeah, <laughs> I, well, like I don't belong here. Like yeah, it was yeah. just, and then like they were so successful and whatever. It was very, like a big change for me. So definitely one of those. I mean, Hollywood stories, I guess you would say. Like, I literally remember, I mean, I've seen a lot of people out, and it's like, oh, cool, whatever. But I remember I saw, like, Lauren Conrad out. Because she was, like, my girl off the hills. You probably never watched it. Uh, No, 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 I I caught a few episodes. Okay. Because whoever whoever I was dating at the time, if they were watching it, I was like, yeah, I love this, too. That that was, like, the, oh, my gosh, Hollywood moment for me. Because I'm like, this is what I used to, like, watch on TV. Yeah. She's right here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely different when, you know, you're watching something on TV and then you see the person yes. in person. Yes. I mean, I would have to say... I kept my composure. Oh, of course. You seem but. very cool. Also, <laughs> real quick, you say you're awkward, but you're not, though. Oh, thank you. Because I've seen you interact with people. I'm like, you're, you're fine. Thanks. But then you walk over <laughs> and you're like, I was a little awkward. But you weren't, though. Remember that one time? We were in Houston. I don't know if you remember. We were in Houston, and it was like the neighbor party mm-hmm. in the front Maybe. of the in the front of like. The oh yeah, by in. like the pool and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, there's this party thing with the neighbors. I was like, okay, and you're like, if I get if I get too awkward, just just take me out of there. I go, okay. So we went, <laughs> and I mean, you and AJ were talking to everybody. Everything was fine. Oh man, well I joke because AJ is like the neighborhood mayor. He yeah. like makes all the friends for us, and I just kind of well, I'm very introverted until I become friends with people. And yeah, I become myself. But like otherwise, I'm shy. Yeah, into myself. But thank you. I hope I hope you keep that in there. So yeah. Oh no, we're it. gonna keep that in because yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think even when we first met, I don't think. I mean, I really can't remember if I thought like, oh, she's a little shy. I don't think I'm like awkward, but like. I can be shy. Yeah. But I mean, but I'm the same way so too. But he's so personable. So he's like, Megan, <laughs> like you need to talk. <laughs> oh, so you do the talking. <laughs> yeah. You talk, I'll say yes yeah, or no. I'll just smile That'll be that. fine. Yeah. Uh, so what, 2011, 2012, mm-hmm. 2013 comes around, and then 2014. 2014, yep. That's when we met. Yep. That's when you found out you were pregnant. Yep. Before being pregnant with Luca, was there, like, was this kind of planned or was it just, it, it just happened? Eh, I was like, let's see what happens. I got news for you. 
that thing they say that makes it happen, like yeah. that's what happens. Got it. Yeah, just so you know. Got it. Yeah. Okay. But I had just come off of doing like this fitness competition thing that I trained six months for, mm -hmm. like a figure competition. Okay. So I had just come off of six months of training for that night. We took, that was in October, I believe, the end of October. And then we took a vacation to Jamaica that year in the off season. And then I was pregnant. Okay. Yep. So, so was, I was like, we'll see what happens. And then it happened. It happened. Okay. <laughs> when you found out you were pregnant, what was, what was some of your feelings, some of your emotions about that? So I took a test at work and I was like, oh, stop, this looks positive. I was yeah. like, it's probably not, like, I'm probably just not reading it right. Yeah. And I wasn't, like, obsessed with becoming pregnant. We hadn't been, like, trying or experienced, like, any kind of infertility stuff, so it was just, like, yeah. on a whim. And then I took another one, and then I remember sitting in the bathroom at work, again? at work. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh, my gosh. This is, like, so I took it home to AJ. Yeah. And I showed it to him, and, he, like, the line was really light. And he's yeah. like, I don't think it's, he's, like, holding it up to, like, I don't think it's right or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So then he peed on one, and there was nothing. Yeah. So, of course, we called the doctor and whatever and go in and do the urine test there. And it came up negative because it was still really early. But I'm oh, like, okay. listen, lady, I've got, like, 16 positives in my purse, and I have a yeah. negative one my husband peed on. So she sent me for blood work, which oh, okay. then confirmed it. Oh, yeah, because they can do, I mean, a blood test is more accurate. Blood test, like, is, yeah. Okay, got it. Sorry for the TMI, but. No, no. That, that's how that went. That's that was how, like, that, oh, the, dang, the, like, the listeners want to know. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, snap, it's really, yep. And then at what point, at what point did you guys find out Luca was going to be born with HLHS? Yeah, we found out at like our 19-week scan. They so in your pregnancy, you it's called an anatomy scan midway through the pregnancy, and they just not having ever been pregnant before. It's me that was like, oh, we're gonna go find the gender. Yeah. Even though we found out early, but oh, okay. um, they actually it's where they check the baby's organs and everything to just make sure everything looks healthy and it's like developing appropriately. Yeah. And that's when we found out. So we had no idea. Like I had no idea. Well, A, yeah. I had no idea that anything would be wrong, and B, yeah. I had no idea that this is what. Like they were even looking at this stuff. Okay. Yeah, I, I were truly in shock. Yeah, and then was, like, how? And I'm assuming the the doctor went like real in depth with you, what it was and what it would entail. Sort of. So, they do like a whole body scan, and you could tell she like kept going over the same area that some. She was looking at something. I, it, I can tell now that I've had all these children, like what we're looking at, but yeah, th at the time I didn't, but I could tell she was like looking for something. Yeah. So she was like, your baby is missing half of its heart. I'm not a doctor, but that doesn't sound like very good. Yeah. Um, and then she like talked to us in the office after she finished the scan and was like, your baby's missing half of the heart. This is kind of like a common heart defect. Not common, but kids, I have seen it before. We're going to send you off to a specialist. You'll see a cardiologist. They'll probably just have a couple surgeries and like he'll be fine. And that was what we left with. Okay. Yeah. So it's not like you left with great concern. Well, everything's a great concern to me. Okay. Because <laughs> I was down a, like a Google Google rabbit hole like yeah. immediately. Yeah. Um, but just the fact that she was like, we have to meet with this special. I just knew like, well, yeah. if you say you have half a heart, I'm like Googling that. Yes. Yeah. I think you need like a whole heart to live. I, I, I yeah. would assume. Yeah. You know, again, I'm no doctor either, but I think, right. I think you're yeah. right. So I knew, I knew it was not good. And then how far or how long was it after that you guys saw the specialist? Um, I, I mean, it was just a couple weeks. It felt like eternity. It was probably like two weeks, okay. two or three weeks that we saw the specialist. And then the specialist 
really he got into it. He's the one that like broke it down. They have this little notepad of like a anatomical heart, and they yeah. draw like what you see what a heart's supposed to look like, and they show you like what your baby's heart looks like. Yeah. Um, and we saw a doctor at UCLA first. It's a teaching hospital, so they had a student in there. Um, so the doctor and the student were like doing the ultrasound together. So. Yeah. They were discussing back and forth, so I heard a lot of stuff that I probably would have not heard otherwise. Like, had a doctor been doing it, they're not going to talk you through it. They talk you talk to you about it like afterwards. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like hearing phrases and words and things that I had seen in Google and my search before, and I'm like, obviously this is not good. Yeah. And then at that appointment, so yeah, he's like showing us, you know, what a heart's supposed to look like, what my baby's heart looked like. Um, he even said like. I have to ask you this legally. I'll only ask you one time, but like you can terminate the pregnancy if you want to. Yeah. But you just need to make that decision because I think we're coming up on the 24 week mark, and I think things get like way more difficult after that, medically. And I don't even know legally. I don't even know. But yeah. Yeah. But then at that point, I think when I first talked to you guys, I believe you said termination wasn't even an option. It just never was. I mean, we went into this. Never in a million years thinking like something like this would of happen. Of course, of So course. it's not like we even had a discussion before. Like, okay, if we have a sick baby, yeah, that would be what we would do. Yeah. So it was just at that point, I was halfway through my pregnancy. Like, we could feel the baby move. We had a name. We knew it was a boy. Like, I just, you know, it just wasn't even an option. Yeah, yeah. yeah. After that, what emotions? I mean, are you able to quantify them into words, like what, what you necessarily felt at that point? Everything. Everything. I was mad. I was like shocked. I was upset. I would try to be hopeful. Then I would be like, this is not realistic. And I mean, just everything. Yeah. Like, maybe they're wrong. Come on, Megan. Like, obviously they're not wrong. This is what they do. Yeah. Like, every, if you, every emotion to feel I felt it and to add there were several other people on his team pregnant at the same time yeah so just like watching that and then it's like what like what happens why me <laughs> yeah, yeah not that I would ever wish that to anybody else no 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 of course not but I think it's I mean I think it's a it's a it's a human emotion to yeah. see especially if somebody's going through the same thing through a same process and then it's, you know, oh, they're fine, they're fine, they're fine, but why? It's like everyone else is getting the happy whatever, and I'm like the bump yeah. on the log because my baby's future is not looking good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember going to um, the fundraiser mm -hmm. over at the deck. Yeah. Um, I think that's when you guys had these made, I think or before? I think someone, you guys have I don't remember if they were before or after, but a, a friend from home was making those and selling them. She, she may have made some for that. I remember getting the bracelets and then I remember going and also, you know, for, for us at least, I mean, I, I can only talk about myself. Yeah, I can only talk for myself, but being that we had just met you at the beginning of the year mm -hmm. and then seeing you guys, I remember at one point, I, I think when you guys found out. I think it could have been when you guys saw the special. Me and Allie were out with one of our friends in uh, Manhattan Beach. We were out day drinking. And I sent AJ a text and I said, hey, you know, if you and Megan want to join us, you know. And he was like, no, we just found out. 
Like Luke is not gonna. He has, he's he, he has a problem, is what he said. Mm-hmm. And I went, oh. And I go, oh, is it is it bad? And he goes, yeah, it's pretty bad. And I went, oh shit. And, you know, I didn't want to press him. Yeah. Because I'm not gonna be like, hey, tell me all about it right now that you just found out, and I really don't know you enough, but fucking tell me everything. <laughs> tell me. And then to slowly see the progression and learn little by little what that meant mm-hmm. sucked for us to see you guys go through that. Yeah. And a lot of the times I didn't even know. I mean, even sometimes now, not that I feel like I have to say something. Right. Because I don't ever feel like I have to tell you right. something. But in those moments, like, I don't, I was like, what the fuck am I going to say? Like, what, 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 what can I say? Because you guys, I mean, I guess I should have saved this part for the end, but you guys are amazing people, Thank very you. kind, very loving, welcoming. I mean, I, I can't say enough good, great things about you guys. Thank you. And then to see you guys go through that, I was like, it's weird. I it mean, sucked. with my, with friends I have going through hard things, it's like, I don't know what to say either, right? But my two cents for anyone who didn't ask for it, like, still talk with people about stuff because people will tell you if they don't want to talk or whatever. But, like, clamming up and not saying anything, I just don't feel is the answer yeah. for having been through something like traumatic. I mean, I don't know. You've had your own stuff, like. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe people do feel differently. Like no, no, you're right. Because not to pry, but like I'm thinking of you, and I don't know what to say. But like you're on my mind, like you're on my heart. It's it's. I mean, I would definitely agree because there's there's times where people, and again, very different situations. But at least for my situation, people would come up to me, and you know, even now sometimes some people want to talk to me as if like, oh, poor you. Mm-hmm. Like don't fucking talk to me that. Like, that's not how you should talk to anybody like that, right? And then at the same time, there's people that talk to me, and I'll tell them, yeah, I want to talk about it. Or sometimes I'm like, no, I just don't feel like talking about it. And that's fine. But at least it's, they're giving me the opportunity to decide. Yeah, I'm never, like, mad at somebody for wanting to talk to me about something. Yeah. I, I I feel more hurt by someone acting like it never happened. Yeah, yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah, because yeah. it's like, hey, something happened. We know we don't have to talk about it, but we don't well, have to yeah, pretend that it never happened. That, like, yeah, yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. Of thing, for sure. The day, the day before Luca was born, mm-hmm. the Galaxy played DC United. Yep, that was a cool game. That was a. That was. I felt like I wanted to cry with every every goal they scored. Join the club. First of all, Robert Moore is the best photographer I've ever seen, but like the images that he got that night, you know, when they would like take their shirts up and yeah. have like the Luca Hart and stuff on their undershirts, like there's pictures of like Baggio and AJ hugging, yeah. like I think there's one of Omar, I don't know, those yeah. are some of my favorite yeah. images that literally take my breath away every time I look at them. I think it was that game I watched. Uh, AJ talking to Kelly Tennant before the game, mm-hmm. and I, I saw him get a little choked up. Yep. I watched, I've only watched that clip twice. The first time it happened, mm-hmm. 
I was like, whoa. I'm going to go back and watch that when we're done. That and was just, I remember, yep. And just, just knowing, being able to get to know AJ and knowing him, you know, until now, um, he doesn't necessarily show all kinds of emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, but then to see him do that, I was like, whoa. I remember thinking the same thing too because AJ is really good at like compartmentalizing anyway. Yes. How he can shut things off in his mind and turn other things on. Like, <laughs> I don't have that gene. Um, he's so good at it. And I, he's always so like optimistic, but genuinely optimistic. Like, everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Also, not like that. Um, and so I remember in that interview when he did get emotional, even for me, that was like a oh dang moment. Like this is a this is big because even AJ is emotional about it. Yeah. Like he's showing emotion. This is a big deal. What's about to happen? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the first time I saw it, and then I saw it. I think could have been two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. Something came out on my YouTube, and I clicked. I was like, "What's this?" And then I saw it, and then it kind of got me again. I was like, "Man." Yeah, all these years later this. Yeah, that I remember I, I remember specifically having the same thought like oh wow he's emotional like so. yeah so the game's over they won mm-hmm. I think they ended up winning either 4-0 or yep. 4-1 whatever it was now now you know okay tomorrow Luca's here yes what's going through your mind well the game then. finished late yeah. yeah and that was kind of like what we were looking forward to before his birth um and then like i knew we had to be at the hospital early we live far from the hospital like i just knew it was going to be a really early morning yeah. and it's like all of this whatever building up for this whole time like a you're about to have a baby serial life's about to change with all this stuff that we had spent so much time preparing for his delivery and his like the heart surgery he's going to have after and the way the transport was going to work and where AJ would be and where I would be and they made special rules for who could come in what room because we'd all be moving around and it was like oh this is like really happening now yeah yeah I don't think I got any sleep that night I mean I don't I don't see how anybody could so the day so the next day you have Luca Mm -hmm. were you able to see him like, when, when did you see him after you had him? So, I had a C-section, so I'm, like, in a proper operating room. I have my team of doctors who's working on me. I have the anesthesiologist by my head. I have, like, my OBGYN and her people doing her thing. And then there's the little isolate thing they take the baby to, and there's, like, literally 25 people. I have a picture of you. I mean, you can't even see him or the bed because it's all these doctors for him and, like, the transport team and the whole nine yards. Um, so they put him in the little isolate thing to wheel him out. Yeah. They stop. I'm laying down. They like stop by my head. So I'm like laying down, looking over. I see the cart with him in it. He's got contraptions and crap all over his face already. That was the first time. That was it. I mean, it was like they rolled him by. It's like they didn't even stop and say like, oh, look. They just rolled by. I caught a glimpse. And they went. And I didn't see him. And I remember too thinking like, not even thinking, saying because my parents were there. Do not send any pictures of him to anybody because until I get out and see him because I was so scared that the picture was like going to get out and I hadn't even seen my own baby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When did you finally see Luca? Um so the night the day after he was born. 
so he was at Children's Hospital, and I delivered at a hospital, like, literally across the parking lot. Yeah. But they were not connected, so I had to officially discharge. So the next day when his heart crashed... Because, real quick, sorry to interrupt, mm -hmm. when... They transported Luca. AJ went with him. AJ went with right? him. Right, okay. So my mom was in the hospital with me. Okay, okay. When AJ went. Um, so anyways, heart crashed the next day. There's a whole big story to it, but like I thought he died. So I got up and I left. It wasn't that easy. I had to go out in a wheelchair and all that. But like yeah. we, I mean, they. this is TMI, but they had literally just taken my catheter out. Wow. Like, and I was out of there. Yeah. Um, and I thought he had died and he didn't. And I learned that right before we left. I mean, it's just right across the parking lot but they wheeled me over and got me up and that was the first time I saw him it was the day after he was born laid out there on his bed like this attached to an ECMO circuit which is the heart lung bypass machine I mean like it's a gaping hole in his chest yeah. the tubes coming out this big machine the respiratory machine the medication machine and my little six pound baby right there just in there man. just laying there yeah. <clears throat> did I mean did you ever leave his side? I did. Um, we stayed at the Ronald McDonald house right there. So I would go home or go to the Ronald McDonald house to yeah. sleep. And it was pretty much because they made me. Yeah. I mean, I had major surgery. <clears throat> um, yeah, it's not also like you just didn't do anything. You're yeah. like, I'm fine. Yeah. Um, but they, like, I wouldn't eat or whatever. They're like, you need to go. Yeah. Like, you have to recover also. Um, but my dad and AJ's dad would rotate who would spend the night with him so he always had somebody, somebody there with him. him yeah and then Luca passes away mm-hmm <laughs> was what, what were you thinking at, at that point so I was on a Thursday and <clears throat> the day before he had been on that ECMO machine. They were talking about, we need to take him off because the balance. It does what it needs to do, but it destroys these other parts of your body. And it, the machine started doing more harm than good. Thank so it was you. like, we need to take him off of it. And when we do that, we can complete the second stage of one of the surgeries that, he, that we knew he needed to have. So I got home Wednesday night knowing that he's likely coming off the next day. <clears throat> and I remember being in the shower on Thursday morning before I went over there like, this is the day he's coming off. I think he's gonna. I, I, I just. I don't. I just don't think it's gonna go good. Not that I walked in thinking like, oh, this is the day he's gonna die. Yeah, but yeah. I, I remember standing in the shower like, it's a pretty real possibility that this could happen. And they even had us meet with the social worker at one point before. And she's like, well, what's your biggest fear? I'm like that he dies. And she's like, and what will you do if that happens? Because it's very likely. So I had already been like reeling in my mind like. Damn. Yeah. Um. And then just when it happened, like, the doctor comes in. It's like, all right, we're going to go ahead and take him off this machine now. Like I said, it's like part of a surgery. But the little suite he was in turns into an operating room. So it's yeah. like he didn't have to leave or anything. So AJ and I got to sit on a little bench outside, right outside of that room. And down the hall, our parents were in a conference room waiting. And the doctors told us, like, we will only come out if it's not... Like, if he's not going to live. And I'm yeah. like, I've never held my baby, so if he's going to die, like, I need to hold him before he dies. He, yeah, yeah. he needs to feel me hold him before he's gone. 30 minutes into, of course, the nurse comes out <clears throat> with the doctor, and they say, you know, it's not looking good. His pressures are dropping, but we are going to get you in here before. I mean, I'm sitting in a wheelchair, and I'm in the chair or whatever next to me, and they just take me, let me literally right in there. 
But my dad says he will never forget being down in that room, hearing me screaming, like down the hall. Um, and I just got into my arms and I, I sang Jesus loves me to him, like I did when I first met him. But it was like kind of an out of body experience almost. Saw him looking at me. I, I mean, I like watched his life go from him. It's also, by the like, way, wow. just so you know, the, the whole point of having you out here wasn't to get you to cry, okay? I'm doing good so far. Uh, I'm doing good so far. I'm trying to hold it together. <laughs> I don't think I've had that, or like heard that actual part of your story. Oh, yeah. I, I, I definitely haven't. I really like talking to my parents and um, AJ's parents because I like to hear their side of the story of things that, like, I, I mean, obviously I was present for it. I was there, but, like... Yeah. You know, my dad saying, that's my baby down there screaming. Yeah. Like for her baby. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I was doing... I was doing laundry. You know, because we didn't, we didn't have... Uh, we didn't have a washer and dryer at our, at our old place in Hermosa. So I remember I went to go do laundry. And... I don't know, maybe it was like seven, eight o'clock in the morning. It was it was pretty early. Well, pretty early for us. <laughs> and I remember I think it was the next day and AJ posted the picture of him holding his mm -hmm. uh, Luca's foot and it said um, he had passed away. And I remember I was doing laundry and I was in the car and I lost you know, I I started crying, mm -hmm. and I remember I, I I pulled out. You know, I have my phone, and I I go to the message, the text message between me and AJ, and I sat I sat there for about an hour. I'd write something, and then I'd delete it. Yeah. And I'd write something, and I'd delete it, and I kept going back and forth, and it was the fuck do I say? Yep. Then it was. Like, who do I think I am that I, that I need to say something? So it was just... And I've been in that situation, too. One of my good friends, her son passed away from the same thing that Luca had. Really? Mm -hmm. And I remember when I saw that her, her son died. I mean, I was in your situation, like, I don't even know what to say. And I've been through this. I've been through this myself. Yeah. It's just like, wow. It was just... I mean, I think I said something super simple, like, hey, man, I'm sorry, uh, you know, we'll be praying for you. And then I got to the house, and I remember, I mean, I didn't want to do, I didn't want to do anything for, for the rest of the day. I was mm -hmm. like, this is, and again, it, it goes back to, like, I, I got... I got really angry, mm -hmm. and to be honest with you, sometimes I'm still angry that the fact that you guys had to even have experienced that, you know, yeah. and what brings me out of my anger is seeing you guys have Noel mm -hmm. and Alexi and Colette, yep. so it's not... The anger usually doesn't sit very long. Yeah. Um, but I'm just happy that 
something so dark that happened and so bad that there's still light. Absolutely. If that makes any yeah, kind of sense. It does, because it's the truth. I mean, all you can do is keep looking for the light, because if you don't, it's going to be dark. Yeah. And it's not fun in the dark. It's a whole lot harder to be in the dark than it is to look for light. After, after, after Luca passed away, were you nervous at all to get pregnant again? Yes. Remember so, how I told you in that anatomy scan, like going in with Luca, I had no idea what they look for or whatever? Yeah. Oh, those scans for my following children. Yeah. Yeah. I can only imagine. So then how did you feel when you had, when, when you knew you were pregnant with Noel? Well, I was excited to be pregnant again because all I wanted was to hold my child in my arms. Yeah. Not that it replaces Luca, but I had empty arms, right? And like I said, other friends and stuff all had babies right after me. Yeah. And, I, and I'm like watching them and I'm empty. Like, so I was so excited to be pregnant. I remember when we found out that you were pregnant with Noel, we went to the DC United game mm-hmm. in DC. And there was, do you remember that? Yeah, I got correlated with. We were, uh, we were hanging out with Megan. Oh, was it when we did that like drive? Yes. Yes. And we were, it was me, Allie, and Megan. We were hanging out doing our thing. She had us meet some other people that were from the area. Yeah. Everything was great. Uh, we saw your parents and AJ's mom and dad. And then you came over and I think I was a little buzzed. <laughs> Again, with I was like, "Hey, here, have a beer." Like, no, I was like, "Come on, have one." And you're like, "I'm pregnant." And we're like, "Wait, what?" Yeah. Like, yeah, I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> so that was twice yeah. that I'm pressuring you with drinking. Stop trying to pressure me. I'm not. I do not need to be pregnant again anytime soon. <laughs> I remember that, and and that, uh, I mean, for us, we were we were just, you know, over the moon for you guys. Yes. That, okay, here we go. Yes, um, but it has turned me into a full-on Looney Tune. <laughs> like, but, but with good reason, though. You I know mean, what I mean? If that, yeah. Because it's not like you just, oh, you know what? Why don't I just, you know, think the worst of everything yeah. when nothing's gone wrong? You know what I mean? <laughs> well, thank you, thank you for sharing that part. Thank you for letting me share it. I wish more people could understand what it was like in that room when he died, because I think. I think people get it. I think people know it's sad. Yeah. But like the real like weight of it, not that I ever want anyone to feel that, but like sometimes I'm like, dang, I really did make it to the other side. Yeah. I mean, that was heavy. That yeah. was dark. Yeah. And real quick, I know I shared this with you yesterday, uh, but I want to tell you on camera. Um, one that I, I shared with you, one of the things I love about my job is that, you know, I get to travel everywhere and you know, uh, different destinations, all that stuff. And when I go to work, people ask me about my tattoo. Mm -hmm. Everybody asks me about my bracelet. And they ask me about my pin. So it's always an opportunity for me to talk about Luca. Appreciate it. And when, like you said before, when when, when we talk about him, it's, he's never forgotten. Yeah. It's to keep his name going. Yep. And I feel very fortunate that I have that opportunity 
to tell people about Luca. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I love about my job is that I have the opportunity that when I'm flying, I'm in the air, you know, 35, 42,000 feet up in the air, wherever. But I feel that the times that I have a little moment to myself, I like looking out the window and I talk to him mm-hmm. and I'll tell him, you know, hey man, I talked to your dad the other day and, you know, or yeah. hey, I saw your mom and, you know, your sisters. And I feel like that's a special time and a unique time that I have right. because not everybody gets to spend most of their time in the sky. Literally in the sky, yep. So I feel, like I've told Ali before, like, there's times where I'm just looking out the window and I won't even say anything but in my head mm-hmm. I picture Luca with his wings and he's just he's right by the plane yeah like kind of bouncing from from cloud to cloud so the times that I feel like I don't want to go to work and then I remember oh yeah I get to go hang out with him yeah um, so yeah I just wanted to share that with you thank you uh, now moving on to a subject that, that's not so heavy <laughs> Um, oh yeah how did okay so your time in LA came to an end yep AJ gets sold because he wasn't traded (laughs) he got sold to the Houston Dynamo going to Texas on my birthday was it oh yeah because we had your dinner yep I remember him texting me and he goes, hey, I'm moving, or I just got sent to, to the Houston Dynamo and I'm in, the, I'm in the bank and I read the text and I went, what the fuck? <laughs> because- I think that's what was going through all of our heads. <laughs> but he, he was, here's the thing, because I've told that story to a couple people and a couple of people have looked at me like, well, it's sports. You get, and I said, okay, what you don't understand is that happened in January. In December, when you left, me, Allie, AJ, Noel, we went to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Before we went to Disneyland, he stopped by and talked to Pete Vianis. <laughs> and he sat down and he told him. Hey, you're in our future plans. We're not sending you anywhere. You're staying here. We're going to get this thing going. AJ comes to the car and says, well, I guess we're staying in LA because Pete just told me blah, 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 blah. At that point, I was like, cool. Now our friends don't have to go anywhere. Perfect. And then to hear that about a month later, granted, I'm on the outside. So I can only imagine if that was my reaction. What was your reaction to that? What? <laughs> yep, same as yours. I was like, didn't they just tell you they were going to protect you? I, I think I got some details of the story mixed up last time we talked. But, I mean, pretty much I was picking Noel up from school. AJ yeah. was on his way home from training. Called me, asked if I wanted tacos from the place up the street. I'm like, no, I'll see you home in a little bit. Yeah. And in that time, between getting Noel from school and getting home, I guess he got the call. And when I got home, he was like, we're going to Houston. I'm like, what? I mean, what? Yeah. Yeah. And then it just starts moving after that. So. Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. So you guys, so that was, that was your first move. 
That's our first move in soccer. Besides moving from Maryland to Ohio. Yeah. And what, he was with the Galaxy for eight years? Yep. Eight years. Yep. I mean, we just had Noel. Well, she was a year old. Yeah. We had just bought a house. Yes. That was, a, yeah, that was, that was a lot. Because you were staying, remember? Yes. <laughs> yep. So you guys get to Houston. You guys get situated. Mm-hmm. And then Miami comes calling. Mm-hmm. Was that... Was there any similar feeling between the L.A. Houston? It was different. It was different. Um, we liked Houston. Yeah. But AJ had a little bit of say at going to Miami. Yeah. L.A., they just were like... Yes. Bye. Well, I also remember he told, he told me that when Bruce left, mm-hmm. Bruce had told the club, hey, send him where he wants. That's the least we can do. And they said, sure, we'll, yes, Miss Arena, we'll do I that. I don't know what's all out in the world, so I got to watch what I say, but. Oh, yeah, you're right. There are. Maybe, no. no. no you're good. Okay. You're good. Okay. <laughs> because for other players, the same arrangement was made. Mm. Got it. So there were some talks of some things that could happen. And I was like, no, no, we want to keep you. Yeah. So I was like, perfect. We want to be here then. Yeah. Um. And so those things were declined because the plan was to stay in LA. Got it. But that was no longer the plan. And then I, I remember, at least what I remember from it, is that the Miami, the Miami move wasn't a shock. No, because there was talk. I mean, I think AJ was a free agent at that point. Yeah. So he got a little bit of say in what, <clears throat> what was next. Um, and then, like you know, with Beckham owning the team, it just it made it was it was it made sense for our family at the time, yeah. and it made sense for him professionally to go ahead and part ways with Houston and get moving. And then now you guys are in New England. We're in New England, yeah. Another move. Can I can I tell you so far? I don't know if I've told you so far. This is probably my favorite house you guys have had. This is my favorite house. Is it? This is my favorite. Okay. House. Yeah. See, that makes me feel better that I like the house that you think, or that you have, that, what am I trying to say? Here we go. Jesse's trying to talk to you. We're on the same page. Action. <laughs> Boom. There we go. That's it. That's exactly yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I first uh, came to visit, I was like, whoa. Yeah. This house is It's dope. crazy having lived in, lived in different regions, the way the houses are, layouts are, yeah. and different things. But yeah, this is. This is my favorite casa for sure. How how's how's life here? We like it here. We are coming off the end of summer. Was it officially fall now? I think so. Is it? Yeah, fall equinox. Yeah. Yesterday. Okay. We have fall weather. We have changing leaves. So we are enjoying and that's the how break you, in the heat. And that's how you grew up. That is how right? I grew up. But we have not been there. We have not been in four seasons in so long that this is almost like shocking. Well, because in California, it's usually always sunny. Yeah. It gets cool, but... It does cool off in California. There's like June gloom or whatever, but the years I was pregnant, is there no more June gloom? No, no, no. That's only if you live where, where, oh, where we beach. lived. Oh, okay. Where I grew up, outside of the beach, that's not a thing. remember, like, if you left the South Bay, it was like a different climate. Yes. And once you got off the freeway somewhere yes. else. That's true. California was weird with the weather. Okay, well, for the little bubble... 
Felt yeah. right. Well, because but, there was times where I would send my brother and, you know, my friends, I'd send them a picture, and, look, I'm in a hoodie. They're like, how are you in a hoodie today? And I go, yeah. oh, it's 68. They go, 68? Yeah. It's 102 over here. That's true. I did forget about that, about like, California. Gross. But, but the summers in California, at least in the South Bay, or by the beach, uh, I remember it was like the hottest on record at the time when I was pregnant with Luca and then again with Noel. I mean, the day I had Noel, we were having AC, like central AC put into my house. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. But then, yeah, so that that's LA and then Houston. Houston was just hot. Oh my gosh, Austin, so Houston. muggy. And then I feel... Miami's kind of the same. It is, but here's the difference. Miami is beautiful. You yes. have like palm trees, you have beaches, Correct. you have roads that are not under major construction. Correct. Like, I'm not saying Houston's bad. No, there's nothing wrong with Houston, but, but geographically speaking, it's a little more tropical. Yes. In South Florida. Yes. Um, and but then, when we moved there, people are like, oh, be prepared for like the heat. And we're like, dude, we came from Houston. Yeah. It can't be worse. Yeah, the no. humidity cannot be worse. Yeah. Not the place, the weather. <laughs> Houston was fine, okay? Yeah, we Houston, Houston was great. Houston is great for family life. It was, especially yeah. when we lived there as flight attendants and then yeah. seeing... We have two dots of battery left. I'm, I'm going to finish this up quick. Okay. Yeah. When we lived in Houston... It was different from when you guys lived there and we saw that side of it. Yeah, I mean, we were like on a cul-de-sac in a, what's it, like one of those master plan communities. Yeah, it was nice. And then just everything we would go out and do. Yeah. It was just always fun. I mean, it's always, I like that you guys are always finding things to do with the girls. Yeah. And then when we come to visit, we just kind of insert ourselves into that. We're like, oh, shit, this is really cool. Even though I never did the rodeo. Oh, you that's went to a the bummer. That's the most Texas thing. Mutton busting. <laughs> that, this was the one thing I'm like sad we left Houston because Noel was finally going to be like the height and weight requirement to do. So you know when they like ride the sheep. Yeah, yeah. Ali yeah. told me They about get it. to have like a nickname when they come out the gate. Oh, I was oh, really? so excited. Yeah, but oh, her gymnastics sick. coach was going to like train her for it. Really? Yeah. So yeah, we Man. missed mutton busting at the rodeo, but just as well because the pandemic happened. Yeah. I didn't think there was a rodeo, so. Do you think they do mutton bus in here? Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> I mean, we can try to find it. No, we're making friends here. Not trying to scare people away. We can't do mutton bus in New England. <laughs> Imagine. Hey, did you get mutton bus? Yeah. Ex- excuse me, what? The rodeo. No, no, was, I mean, we went to the rodeo like right after I had Alexi too. I wish I had like another C-section, a brand new baby. I'm like, we're yeah. going to the rodeo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember Ali telling me about it, and I was like, damn it. Because that's one, I think that's one of the biggest rodeos. That's like their thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then I think, oh, I almost said the, the name of our company. Ha <laughs> The company we work for has this grill that's like a, it's a plane. You know, it's like a miniature plane thing. It's huge, and it's a grill. And everybody always talks about, you know, going to the Houston rodeo. Yeah. I was like, oh, maybe one day I'll go. No, nope, never went. Sorry for you. You got to make it back. Oh well. See some George Strait, Trace Atkins. Maybe. Oh yeah. Jackson. By the way. Oh, we saw Cardi B at the rodeo. Mm-hmm. Yes, I. What? Forgot. You got to see her. What was that? That following week, I saw another country band. It was like the two people. I don't remember. Brooks and Dunn. No. Oh, 
I don't know, but I Florida forgot Turbulent? about Cardi B at the rodeo. That was like my highlight of living in Houston. Yeah. Wait, she was at she performed at the rodeo? Yes. What? Yep. I think wow. I just had Alexi. It was that yeah. Okay. Well that's a highlight. Mm-hmm. Yep. My last question to you. Mm-hmm. What's been your favorite city so far? And can you even answer that question? Yeah, that's not a fair question. I've loved everywhere we've lived. Okay. So but, what so for what reason do you love each city? Does well, that I love does LA. that make sense? Yeah. LA to me is literally the city of angels, right? Like LA picked my broken heart back up and put it to pieces. I am forever grateful to the fans of the galaxy and just the whole organization, the stuff that they did to carry AJ and me and my family through and to remember Luca and to celebrate him. I I mean, truly, I think that brought me out of a lot of the darkness. Yeah. Um, and I love LA for that reason. And we got to live at the beach and do some really fun stuff that you can't do elsewhere yeah. in LA. And the sushi. Izakai, shout out. The bomb. Yo, if um, you guys want to throw some uh, sponsorship money, I appreciate it. I'm your girl. Houston, I mean, we had more kids in Houston, right? We lived on a cul-de-sac with other little kids and we had like a yard and that was good for family life. And then, you know, we only spent the whole time of the pandemic in Florida. Yeah. But we had fun there. We had a great group of friends off the team to go through quarantine with. Um, like Noel learned how to ride her bike, a two-wheeler, and swim, and all that. You know, I had Colette there, like, so I can't, and then New England's been great, so I can't, I can't pick. And I've had a child in every city. You have? So I can't pick. You have? And no. <laughs> no. <laughs> not, not are coming from here. Not one more? Okay, okay, no, no, maybe not, maybe not. I want to thank you, I can't thank you enough for doing this. For being willing and 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 the moment I asked you to be on the show, you jumped at the opportunity, and I can't thank you enough for that. Thank you for having me. And hopefully, um, down the line, I'll have you on again. Yeah. And then uh, maybe I'll be better at Spanish. Maybe <laughs> maybe we can even do five minutes of the show in Spanish. I don't know. Are you trying <laughs> to gain your following? I'm just We're saying. Not trying to lose followers. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, they'll love it. Uh, but thank you again. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thank you guys for listening or watching. Remember, tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your dad. Tell take, your friends' friends. Tell your friends' friends. Take people's phones away and get into the app and go, do, 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 do. oh, you should, oh, now you're going to follow uh, this guy and listen to uh, stupid things he said. Uh, thank you again, and we'll see you next week.